Welcome back to Coal America. I'm Chris Coleman, your host, back here today. Quick turnaround. I teased y'all a little bit last time by giving y'all a few little college football, you know, odds for national champions, you know, all that stuff. Um, but as the show is ending, today's show is actually the NFL preseason. That's right. Get excited. It's coming. They've started spring training. So we're going to go ahead and give you a little preseason predictions. I feel like it's a little early, but yeah, I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to do it. And we're going to start out looking at the odds, all right? We're going to look at the odds to win the division. We're going to look at the odds to win the uh, conference, whether it be the AFC or the NFC, and the odds to win the Super Bowl. And then we're going to go through each division, and, and I'll tell you about each team. All right, we're going to start out here. The odds to win the Super Bowl, because, I mean, why wouldn't you start out with that? And just here in alphabetical order, Arizona plus 18,000, Atlanta plus 7,700, Baltimore plus 2,000, Buffalo plus 725, Carolina plus 8,200, Chicago Bears plus 6,800, Cincinnati plus 850, um... Cleveland plus 3,200, Dallas plus 1,250, Denver plus uh, 5,000, Detroit plus 2,200, Green Bay plus 4,500, uh, Houston, Texas plus 23,000. Uh, not a lot of faith in D'Amico there. Uh, Indy plus 9,700, Jacksonville plus 2,500, the Kansas City Chiefs should have any champions plus 585, uh, the Vegas Raiders plus 9,200. Chargers plus 2,300, Rams plus 8,200, Dolphins plus 2,000, Vikings plus 5,200, Patriots 5,000, uh, Saints 4,000, Giants 5,200, Jets 1,300. Really? All right. Eagles plus 675, uh, Steelers plus 5,400, San Francisco plus 850, Seattle plus 2,500, Tampa plus 12,000, Titans plus 8,400, and the Commanders plus 11,000. Now, there's your Super Bowl odds from Vegas. Now I'm going to go through the teams and the divisions, and we'll look at those. I'm going to start out. Mm, where to start out? Let's go NFC East so we can get Clay all excited early. Philadelphia's loaded. They're flat out loaded. We have seen a trend of teams in the NFL that whenever they get to the Super Bowl, there's a bit of a hangover the next year. Mm. Good news for the Eagles. The NFC is soft. There's not a lot of good teams in the NFC. So I can very easily see them getting back uh, <coughs> again. Dallas is a very good team. They actually are, believe it or not. like they, They're really good. Uh, Philadelphia and Dallas... This division is actually a lot of fun. Um, I'm pretty sure nobody's won the division back-to-back. Yeah, there's been no repeat champion in this division since 2004. I could see Dallas winning this division, Philadelphia getting the wild card, you know, to get in. But I'm going to go with Philly. I'm going to go with Philly. I think Dallas gets a wild card. Uh, The Giants... 
I think they were sinned a little bit this year, but was, you know they stepped up last year and ended up making it to the playoffs. Um, but I think they fall back to earth. They gave Daniel Jones all the money, you know, Saquon wanted, and they they worked things out. But they'll have them both. But I think that uh, they fall back a little bit. I think they stay in third, and then, uh, but their record won't be as good. And then Washington, what are you doing, Commanders? You're you're going with you know they didn't want to draft a quarterback. They went with Sam Howell, Jacoby Brissett. Uh, that's our guys. Mm. What's the old saying? If you have two quarterbacks, you don't really have one. Well, I think that's that. So, I'm going with the Eagles. Then Dallas. I think both will make the playoffs. Uh, Jumping down to the West. San Francisco. Look, Purdy, Trey Lance, whoever they pick at quarterback. Does it matter? No. Anybody can be their quarterback. As long as you just don't fumble the snap and are serviceable, you're going to be good to go because they're phenomenal everywhere else. In a quarterback-driven league, they are the best team without a quarterback. Um, It would have been really scary to see Aaron Rodgers having ended up there. I'll I'll just say that. But they got Christian McCaffrey. They got Diva and... uh, how do you say his name? Ayaka. Uh, they, they got weapons everywhere. Their defense was one of the best in football, not the best, one of the best. I think I could see San Fran playing probably the Eagles in the NFC title game. I think, you know, if they figure out a quarterback at all, they win this division. Seattle, Geno Smith turned up last year, buddy. They filled some holes on defense. They have a very good offense. They might have the best wide receiver core in football, maybe. Maybe, maybe. It's good. It's it's really good. Mm. That's top to bottom. Not just starters. That's top to bottom. And uh, I think they come in second in this division. The Rams are in a complete rebuild. When you go all in like they did, eventually the bill comes due. And guess what? It's time to pay the piper. And so the Rams, they'll be, they'll be paying the piper. They're in a complete rebuild. And they still won't finish last that division because Arizona's already tanking. Arizona is already tanking for next year. Hmm. They they sold off Hopkins. They've sold off. They've gotten rid of absolutely anybody and everybody. It looks like they want to move the team out of Arizona right now. So they're going to be last. Over to the south. Now, this might be the worst division in football this year. Um... You got Carolina, you got Bryce Young, of course. But here's the thing with Carolina. Carolina's coaching staff, I think top to bottom, all of them, might be the best coaching staff in football. And I think they're going to help Bryce out a lot. Uh, They got a really good defense. And I think that's what wins them this division. Uh, I I, I could see them winning this division with that. Let Let me hold off on picking them. I'm just saying, if they were to win the division, that is why. Defense... And their coaching staff. New Orleans? Okay. You got Carr. You still got Michael Thomas and uh, Alave. And you got to think that they're going to they're gonna still be there. But Kamara probably going to be suspended for some games and stuff. Uh, the New Year's Eve, they, they've, they've taken a seat back. Here's the thing. 
They kept pushing back salary cap stuff, pushing back salary cap stuff, and now they're getting to the point where they're going to have to start releasing people and you know, paying them a lot of money not to play yeah, and, and figure things out cap-wise. And that's going to decimate that defense a little bit. And it might not come all the way true this year. I can still see them possibly winning this division because this division is so bad. Uh, most of the teams have three out of four. I've given a shot to win this division, and they're one of them. Atlanta, that's the other one. Kyle Pitts, Bijan Robinson. Um, I can't think of his name right now. I should have made more notes. Uh, anyway, they've got Ritter. Uh, is is you know the question mark with Desmond Ritter? But uh, Atlanta, they've they got a better O line. It's not great. It's supposed to be improved, as if it could get worse. Um, I love Kyle Pitts, and I, I hope that they're better for him. But I could I, I could see them possibly coming up and doing the dirty bird and dancing. But I could also see them finishing third in the division with a sub-500 record. Tampa, you got to the playoffs last year. You had a blowout loss, and you had Tom freaking Brady, who is gone. Bye, done, over. Uh, you got a battle line. You have you you're you're going with Baker Mayfield as your quarterback. I think it's been proven in the NFL this is a bad idea, and uh, you're going to finish last in this division. There's no hope for you. Um, you should not buy season tickets. You should not get excited. Draft on your fantasy and avoid Tampa. That's what I would advise to Tampa fans. Um, jumping over to the NFC North, the black and blue Norris division. You got Detroit. Detroit hasn't been to the playoffs since 2016. They haven't won in the playoffs since 1991. Think about that, all right? The last time they hosted a game in the playoffs was 94. I think they might host a playoff game. What? I think they might win this division. I think Detroit will be my pick to win this division. Not really way out on a limb here with this because I think a lot of people are picking them. But I feel like they have the right weapons the right things to, yeah, everything. Everybody goes, well, you know, Minnesota, they were good last year. Let me tell you about Minnesota. They won 13 games last year in the regular season, and they had a minus three point differential. They were a fraud. They're still a fraud. And this year, they would send back. All right, those close games that they found a way to win and, and fortuitous bounces, they don't go that way again. I think they take a big step back this year, losing record. Um, you got the Green Bay Packers. They, they lost Aaron Rodgers, and we're all happy about that. Nobody likes that guy, including his family. Nobody should. But we'll save that for when it's him. It's Green Bay. Green Bay, I mean, they're going with Jordan Love, and he is the key to all their season. If Jordan Love is the truth, They'll probably win this division. They'll win this division if he's good. 
If he's average, substantial, they might be a playoff team. Their defense is really good. They still got Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon back there running back. So, on the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field, they'll be able to run the ball with their horses. You know, uh, they've got they got a good O line, um, but it all comes down to it all comes down to Jordan Love. Then the Chicago Football Bears, the greatest franchise in the history of football, everybody's favorite darlings, produced the '85 Bears, the greatest team in the history of football, and whoa, have they fallen on hard times? For, you know, since 85. Oh, no, since Charles Martin took that uh, ridiculously late hit, dirty, typical Green Bay Packer, late Livingston University, Charles Martin, to hurt Jim McMahon. Um, otherwise, nobody would even know about Tom Brady because Jim McMahon is a goat. Anyway, anyway, this Chicago team this year, let's go come back to reality this year. Um, they're going to be good on offense. The offense, look, you—it's not just—it's it, not just about Justin Fields, who I still have my reservations about, mainly because he played at the Ohio State University, and the Ohio State University has a long-standing tradition of putting out crap NFL quarterbacks. Nobody has ever been successful. They came to Ohio State. They've never been successful in the NFL. So I still have my reservations on him. But he's got DJ Moore. He's got Chase Claypool. And he's got uh, Mooney as his top three receivers. They re-signed Cole Komet. I got my questions on him, Notre Dame guy. Uh, I still have reservations on him. He was a second-round draft pick, but he was the Bears' first pick of that draft as they didn't have a first-round pick. So I really thought that was a reach when it's your first pick of the draft and you take – Cole Komet tied in Notre Dame who I thought was like a fourth rounder but that's just me you're going to draft tight ends go to Iowa um <laughs> just saying anyway um they, they'll have a uh, Khalil Herbert will be the starting back and the offense will be good this defense though man it was bad last year and I don't see a lot of signs of improvement Eddie Jackson I'm looking at you buddy Bojack, you got to turn back into the man that wore crimson. Maybe put that Bama on underneath or something because they need you because that defense was bad, and they're not going to be any better. Uh, so I'm going to take Detroit to win the division. I'm going Green Bay 2 and Chicago 3 because I don't think our defense can stop Green Bay if they just line up and run the ball with, with, their, with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. They can just run it right at us all day, and we can't stop them, and we can't make mistakes on offense. If we make one, we'll lose. And they're going to ground and pound and control time of possession and keep our offense on the field, off the field. And it's going to be really freaking cold in at least one of those games, if not both. Anyway, uh, and then Minnesota, I think they're falling all the way to fourth. I think Minnesota falls all the way to fourth. Some of you are taking them to win this division. I'm not drinking that Kool-Aid. So let's look at the AFC. All right, let's jump over to the AFC East. Everybody wants to talk about the Jets. Everybody wants to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers loves to talk about Aaron Rodgers. 
the Jets have what is possibly the best defense in football. It's definitely top three, top five. It's really good. Now you're adding in the future Hall of Famer. He's not what he was. He doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to be MVP Aaron Rodgers. They had the worst quarterback in football last year. They had the worst, statistically, quarterback in football. And they were still there. They got Brees Hall missed 10 games last year. He's back. I think the Jets are going to be a force. And I'm going to take them to win this division. They're going to win the AFC East. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. They're back. This is gonna. This is a serious contender. The Buffalo Bills, I have not forgot about you. I know. But their running game of Cook and Damian Harris, you know, they're, the, the Bills, we all know Josh Allen. We all know, we all, know all their weapons. That's going to be a game, buddy. And when Josh Allen, Josh Allen rescinded some towards the end of last year. He took a step back in the second half of last season. Didn't have great numbers. You know, didn't look like he had looked. Once more of the pub and more of the hype started coming in. So we'll see what Josh Allen would get this year, if he can turn it back up a notch. Uh, but I'm taking the Bills to come in second in the division, still get a wild card. They're still going to get in the playoffs, both of those. The Dolphins, look, they've got a great defense as well. They've got Tyreek and Waddle. They've got uh, McDaniel calling the plays now. So what does it rest on for them? Tua. Can Tua stay healthy? Well, if I were a betting man, (laughs) and I am, I would not wager on Tua staying healthy for an entire season. Uh, I, I think that his competitiveness wants to stand in the pocket and take the hit and make the throw like he's six foot six Peyton Manning, but he's not. And they hit hard. And durability has been the it was the question before he got drafted. It cost us a national title at Alabama. You heard me. Dirty hit in Mississippi State, but just saying, typical state. Uh eh, dirty uh, that might be over the line. Atrociously Mistimed. How about that? Uh, no, it's dirty. It's state. Come on. Um, anyway, I think that uh, I, I think his, if the question is his durability, he hasn't played more than fourteen games in a season yet. I don't think he does this year, and that's why I have him coming in third. When he played, oh my goodness, was their offense electric and so much fun. And you get to go down to sunny South Beach where it's seventy-two. You know, in December, it feels great. Ah, but you also got to go to Buffalo. You got to go to New York. And all the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how do you not love Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill? But I got you coming in third. The New England Patriots. Look, Matt Patricia's gone. That's the best thing that could have happened to them. A terrible play calling. I think Mac Jones, who still has a lot of questions on him, will improve this season because Matt Patricia is gone. <laughs> so I think he'll improve and he'll be better. Their defense is good. But compared to the rest of their division, all of them bring a good defense. Everybody in that division has a good defense. 
They don't have Dante Hightower anymore good. They're, they're good. They're not Hightower. Great. They're not going to carry them like they did. Like that need did. And I think they need him to be above average. They need Mac to, and that offense to be above average. I think they're going to be right at average. And so that's why I have them coming in fourth in that division. All right, over to the AFC South. The Jacksonville Jaguars, baby. Number one. I'm taking them to win this division. The O-line's improved. They got Calvin Ridley. All they had to do was get rid of Urban Meyer, and things started clicking, my man. Trevor Lawrence and them, now with Ridley. Ooh, buddy. Listen, there's not a lot of good teams in this division. There's bad teams in this division. They're the only real one in it. They win this division. Sorry. Tennessee Titans, I don't know what you're doing. I'm confused by you and your front office. At the end of last season, beginning of the offseason, they released a lot of veteran players like they were looking to retool and reload. They tried to trade Derrick Henry and Tannehill. They didn't find a lot of takers for what they were asking for either one. Hmm. So they went, all right, well, we're not going to give them away for nothing. So we'll keep them. Well, if we're going to keep them, then, uh, yeah, I guess uh, I guess as long as they're going to be here, then we should uh, maybe sign uh, Hopkins, maybe trade for him. Okay, what are you doing? Are you sellers or buyers? You don't know. So how should we know? You go and get Hopkins. That looks great. But we've seen y'all donkey up some pretty good wide receivers the past few years. I think you do it again. I have no faith in Tannehill. I have all the faith in Derrick Henry. But he is getting a little older. Only man. He is the only man to ever rush for 2,000 yards in high school, college, and the NFL. Derrick Henry. My goodness, he's a beast. I love him. I love having him on one of my fantasy teams. He's one of my keepers. I'm going to keep him again because they have to run the ball because they have Teddy Hill. Um, <laughs> the Colts. What are you doing? Anthony Richardson, really? I don't, I don't know. Uh, but they got JT. Uh, they got Jonathan Taylor. They got uh, Pittman Jr. What? I don't know what else going on with them. Uh, I don't think they're... They, they know. They're trying to figure it out. Jonathan Taylor is... You know, look, there's only, only... You only have so many years, buddy. That's all you got. And you better get out there on the field and, and do it. But I understand the pay, but because of where he's at, it's crazy where he's at right now. Anyway, I think Jonathan Taylor uh, is the key to all this for them. But I, I think even if he plays and plays healthy, they come in third. The Texans. You hired D'Amico Ryan. That was the best possible hire you could have made. Phenomenal job right there. Well done. Well done. D'Amico Ryan's best defensive coordinator in football. Leaving San Fran. Will Sam, will that hurt San Fran now? I don't think so because they got so much talent. But he was great. He gets it. He's phenomenal. Yeah, love him. And they go out. They draft C.J. Stroud. They draft Will Anderson Jr., they get on a couple of cornerstones to try and build around. But here's the problem. Top to bottom, they have the worst roster in the NFL. 
and the Jimmys and Joes will beat the X's and O's all day long. And they're not going to win. They're going to come in last. They're going to be bad. They'll be dropping high again. Anyway, let's jump over to the AFC North. Cincinnati. Joe Burrow's hobbling around right now. Uh-oh. Joe Burrow said as long as he's in Cincinnati, they're always a contender for the Super Bowl. Oh, but he's got that calf strain. He's going to be out for a little while. But let me tell you who's not out. And that's Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. If Lamar Jackson stays healthy, this Baltimore team might be the best Baltimore team that we've seen in a long time. All right? They've, they've retooled. They've revamped. They've changed up the coaching staff. This Baltimore team, I'm taking to win the division. I think Lamar Jackson stays healthy. I think he wins the division. I think Cincinnati comes in second in the division. Joe Burrow has not been great in the postseason, by the way. Let's not make him out like he's Joe Cool. You know, Joe Montana, who was phenomenal in the postseason. Look at Joe Burrow's uh, playoff stats. They're not good. They're not They're not great. They got the weapons, though. We're chasing all them. They got the weapons. But, no, uh, I think Baltimore wins this division. Cincinnati comes in second. Pittsburgh, last year, you had a rookie quarterback in Pickett. Uh, you, you, you had all kinds of holes, all kinds of problems. You were thinking about playing they play Mitch Trubisky, Simon, quarterback. That's how much they you know, were trying to figure out. And you know what? Mike Tomlin still finished 500. Mike Tomlin has never had a season where he wasn't at least 500. His worst season was 500. They're going to be better. They're going to win more games. They're going to be over 500. So that leaves us with the Browns. Now the Browns are all in on Deshaun Watson. They need Deshaun Watson that was with the Texans, that was number one fantasy player you know, that year, throwing dimes, running around, making plays. They need that Deshaun Watson, and I don't think he has it anymore. I think he's lost it. Mm. And if he's not that guy, coaches are getting fired, GMs are getting fired, Everybody in there is getting fired, and I think they will. You're going to see a rollover at the Browns because Deshaun Watson is not the Deshaun Watson of old, and they guaranteed him all that money when they shouldn't have. All right, AFC West. You got Kansas City, the Fendi champs. <laughs> they, they have one of the youngest defenses in the playoffs, and they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, they lost a few guys. Who cares? They have Patrick Mahomes. They have Andy Reid. They have Travis Kelsey. They're going to win this division. Game over. Number two, listen to this. The Denver Broncos. Broncos country. Let's ride. I don't like Russell Wilson. I'm not a big fan. I like Russell as a person, as a player. I don't really know him as a person, so I guess I'm indifferent about him. But anyway, I do like Sean Payton. And I think Sean Payton is enough for them to come in second in this division. The Chargers, look, they made a great change that Kellen Moore is going to be calling the plays now. And I love that. I think he will make Herbert, Justin Herbert, a much better quarterback. But am I willing to bet that the Chargers will go an entire season of staying healthy? No. Because they haven't proven they can do so. They are snake bit after snake bit after snake bit. 
the Chargers, I cannot buy into you no matter what you do until you show me you can go through a team without losing key players at key times due to injury. Fortunately for you, you come in third because the Raiders are in your division. Jimmy Garoppolo? Really? That was your move to get Jimmy Garoppolo? Jimmy G? I mean, in Vegas? The guy moved to San Francisco and found porn stars to start dating. And you're going to take him to Vegas? You know, they mess with Kyler Murray a lot about his playing the video games. But nobody really bothers Jimmy G about his love of prostitutes and hookers. And he's in Vegas? By week five, Brian Hoyer's the starting quarterback. Write that down. Hmm. There's no way this works out well with Jimmy G. Get out of here. So, now that I've given you the picks on the divisions and all that, then uh, let's take one more quick look. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to pull this. Yeah, of course, my phone. Oh, I hate it when it does that. I got to pull them back up. Pull up the uh, the old you know odds of everything. Now, I told you that to win the uh, Super Bowl, so you heard those odds. There's some good odds out there. Obviously, San Fran, the Jets, Kansas City, Philadelphia, Dallas, those teams ahead of everybody else. I think Baltimore, you know, they're, they're, there's good odds on, on – they're, they're, all, they're all the favorites for a reason, you know. And you've got good odds on some of those teams compared to others. Like, I'm not taking Kansas City. You don't see back-to-back that often. Been a minute in the NFL – and more baseball, really. But anyway, uh, you don't really see back-to-back that often, so I'm not buying into that, even though, look, I like Kansas City. I do. And Gracie Hunt, if she calls me back, calls me up, proposes, I'm married to Gracie Hunt tomorrow, and I'm, you know, Chiefs all the way through. I'll Tomahawk chop all the way, you know, towards Atlanta. We'll drive them back the other way, you know. This, the trail of tears goes both ways, right? Anyway, mm, Chiefs Kingdom, I, I'd be all in. But I don't think Gracie's calling, so uh, I'm going to go against them. Just to win the AFC, you got the Bills at plus 365. No, that's not good enough odds for me. Cincinnati plus 485. Would Joe Burrow out right now? No. Kansas City plus 300? No. Baltimore plus 1,000. That's intriguing. That's that's some good odds there. I kind of like that. Um, they got the Chargers of plus 1,200. Get out of here. Uh, the Dolphins plus 1,100. No, neither of those are going to be healthy all year. Uh, the Jets plus 800. Eh, borderline. Give me 900, and I'm taking the Jets. I'll take the Jets. Um, Steelers plus 3,000. Titans plus 5,200. No, no, no. Not going to go down to the bottom, all those. Texas plus 12,500. Oh, great odds. Yeah, for a reason. Um, Browns plus 1,800. I think that Baltimore and the Jets are your best odds with the AFC. That's just me. Um, so over to the NFC. They got the Eagles at uh, plus 250 as the favorite. You got San Fran at plus 325. You know, Dallas at plus 550. Teams, I told you. Yeah, and the NFC is not deep. It's not, yeah, so one of those three seems likely 
but you're not really getting good odds preseason with any of them. Um, I don't really like those. I mean, yeah, I could go, you know, if Desmond River figures it out, then Atlanta, 26, plus 2,600. But I'm not crazy. Oh, I love Alabama. I love Bryce Young. Yeah, plus 3,000. Nope. The Bears, I'm a Bears fan. Bear down, plus 2,500. Nope. You got to have a defense at some point. Um, the Vikings, they're a flaw, plus 1,700. That's a joke. The Lions at plus 850. That might be your value. It's it would be a hundred percent a value bet because I think they win the division. I think they win the North, and if they win the North, then you know that they're in, they're they're they got a good route. They got a good road. Uh, plus eight fifty. I'd like plus nine fifty. I negotiate that. Plus a thousand. You know, somewhere in there. Uh, they got the Seahawks at plus a thousand. That's not a bad one because I think they're going to be a wild card team. They got a great offense. They, the defense, they went out and they filled some holes. Uh, Geno Smith plays like he did last year, and I think he will. I think he's a top-ten quarterback in the NFL right now. Um, I think Geno has figured it out, uh, and you know they got home field. You know, when they're at home, they're going to be rocking. So I think I think there's some value there. So there's those. Um, so there's my NFL picks and stuff for you. Uh, give you some divisionals, break, down, break them down. You're going to uh, take that with – you know, however you want. Feel free to go on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I post all these. You know, debate it. Let me know. Let me know your thoughts. Go to the comment section and type your little heart out. But you got to be on social media, Clay. Anyway, <laughs> Eagles are winning it all. Yeah, I heard you. Shane's got the Braves winning the World Series too. Yeah, I got it. Anyway, um, <laughs> the uh. I do need to jump over T-Town Dark League. Playoffs for last night. Uh, the one seed, Third Dark Magic. They they uh, took care of short shafts with sticky tips. And so the one seed, they advanced. The two seed, uh, the Dark Mink Comets from Nocturnal. Uh, they took care of over the Hill Gang, Sam Adams of them. So one and two both advanced. The three seed, Projectile Dysfunction, Danny Shanahan and Hoss, Chris Davis, that whole squad, Quinn, Ginger Joe, all them, look, that's a good team. And uh, they're playing well. They uh, they beat uh, B.I. from the Houndstooth, Walla and Willingham and Alford. I know Jenkins was out of town on Monday. I don't think he got back to play. But either way, uh, they they beat B.I. And so they advanced. And my team, uh, Drunks United, we lost. Uh, we lost uh, Matt Jones and... Sonya and Tui and David Howard and Ryan um, badly. Uh, 11 to 4. And uh, it's it's on me. It's 100% on me. I was not good. Uh, every game that I played in, uh, I had a shot to win it, and I didn't hit. I was not hitting outs. Uh, I don't get it up. I take full responsibility. If I just hit my outs and I just hit mine, then we're in that match, you know, three, four games, take that away from them, and we're right there tied up, and, you know, it's go time. And I wasn't on. And uh, uh, from the jump, uh, Mac bailed me out of game one, and, you know, he, he hit big, and he hit the out, and uh, I was just there alone for the ride. And then Keith beats David Howard in singles, and that was that was a good match. And, uh, 
you know, big win for us to keep it two to two. And then uh, Mac and Keith, I believe, won doubles of one. And uh, so we're three to three at the break. And I looked at Mac, I was like, hey, let's go. Let's do this. All right. And I lose to Matt Jones in two straight. And I had the lead. I had shots at the out in, in game one. I had a big lead. Game two, we were both pretty close. He got down there. He ended up donkeying it up and getting down to double one. But he took it out. I couldn't find the outs. So, uh, he, yeah, I, I lose. Matt loses. Now, all of a sudden, it's 5-3. Snowballs into doubles cricket. But we're down 7-3 at the end of page one. Team came up. We're like, hey, let's go. I was like, we're running the same lineup. Keep it the same. Because we're doing everything except for winning the game. Let's win some games. Let's go. And we didn't do it. Uh it was uh, – they won the next two. It was 9-3. to three. And then uh, Wes battled. Keith loses to David in their rematch, so it's 10-3. You know, Wes in game three battled his butt off to come back against Tui. Tui had 16-17s he could score on. Wes hit bullseyes, making him go back to point. Finally, Wes gets both of them closed. And when he, at the time he got the numbers closed – uh, he needed two more bullseyes to take over the point lead. Two, he needed three bulls. And I was like, you know, good decision, good decision. That's what you should have done. You know, you're, you're in good shape now. You got the lead. And two, he hits a bull. All right, West blanks. I'm like, oh, crap. Two, he blanks. West comes back up, hits the two bulls. Game over. All right, we're still alive 10 to 4. Me and West have a huge lead in the one. We have a big lead. Couldn't hit the out again, and it was over. Now it was all done. Um, our team has officially accepted the bid to play in the tit yet again. Uh, I text all the other captains. None of them have replied. Most of them probably don't read my text because most of the captains in this league don't read my text. They don't reply, and if they do, it's late. Like when I said text me by Tuesday with your vote, for something by Tuesday, before Tuesday. That's what by Tuesday means. Not Tuesday night at 7.15 when you know I'm playing in the playoffs. I thought that was a bit of a jerk move uh, to text me during the playoff game to let me know your vote. That was like, I was like, what? I didn't reply. I mean, I put the vote in because, okay. Uh, but come on. Think for two seconds. Use your brain. Hey, they're playing in the playoffs. I shouldn't text him right now. I'll text him, you know, late in the morning or something. Hey, I'm sorry, I forgot to send this in. Can you put this? Yeah, no problem. But dear, why you know we're playing in the playoffs? Come on. And because I'm commissioner, I have to have my phone. Because if there's a problem at another match, I have to go and deal with it. And there ha- that has happened before. Uh, there was one in particular, Sides was commissioner, and... We had to step in and stop a fight because the guys were getting into it so bad. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I could tell you the rules. Yeah, and I do. And they didn't like it. And they end up going over and getting sides because he wasn't answering his phone. He's playing his playoff game. And so he was ignoring it. And they went and got him and brought him in. And he clarified it, told him exactly what I told him. And one of the teams got mad and the guy left. You know, all right. Well, they go on, they finish it. 
it's it's my role as commissioner to to you know put the league ahead of myself and uh so uh, yeah i keep my phone on and i have it sitting behind me and when it goes off i'm gonna look at it and make sure it's not anything and we'll see that's just irritates me i'm like what come on anyway so those four teams will move on uh it's so it's weird for me because i'm not pulling for any of those teams <laughs> i'm not i'm not uh there's there you know no i don't want to see any of them on it i'll just i'll just watch it see what happens i don't have a, a favorite or anything so yeah yeah we'll just see anyway uh i will tell you it'll be interesting that Dortmund projectile, they played the last week of the season two weeks ago, and Dortmund uh, lost 9-3. to three. Now, This game will be down at Nocturnal, and they'll be going down there instead of at Hoppers, but still, look, Hoss, Danny and them, Tyler, uh, Evans, Chris Statham, Meat, Ryan, Claire, eh, they're the division champs for a reason. They like to turn up in the playoffs. I think this is going to be a good, good game. Uh, if it wasn't downtown at Nocturnal, I'd probably go watch it. But I might have to step over there because playing in the tit, if every team accepts the bids, and we don't know because they won't apply to my text, we would actually go, if every team accepted, we would go to Top Shelf to play short shafts and sticky tips. Um, but we'll see if they accept the bid. Uh, we also need to see if all the others do because... If a couple of them don't, it would change the seedings. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, anyway, we'll know more later. But there's my NFL picks. There's a little update on T-Town Dark League. Singles League playoffs going on right now. I only know one game that's been played, so uh, I, I'm not going go to go into breaking all that down. I will tell you, I'll be here at Unique tomorrow. Uh, I'll be burnt in the next few days uh, because most of my staff's on vacation and screwing me over, but they don't care uh, at all uh, in any way. So as long as they get theirs, that's all they care about. They're very, you know, whatever. Uh, so because they're all constantly out of town right now, and I like them as people, I want to have them in the fall. So I'm not going to go out and hire other people because if I do, then it's I have too many in the fall, and I'd have to let people go. And I don't want to have to do that. So, right now, uh, I'm covering a lot of happy hours. Well, when I cover those shifts, my stuff that I do during the day, my job, I have to do at night. And so, that's why right now it is uh, currently 2.26 a.m. And I'm finishing up a podcast on a Wednesday night. Wednesday's always one of my nights to go home and rest. Because Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm here so much. But I couldn't do that. Because I didn't have the staff in place, I could leave tonight. So I had to be here with them all night long. And, uh, you know, hold their hand and babysit. And uh, actually, because Tuesday night, whenever the one night a week that I do have off, they didn't do their jobs. There were about 15 things that they missed at the end of the night, and I text them today, and none of them even replied. So, they're... <laughs> I don't want to use the exact words Dr. Dre uses, but something about you're going to keep messing around with me and turn me back into the old me. Eh, they're pushing me right now. They're pushing me. Good news, good news. Before I go, 
uh, we had an ABLA meeting today or a hospitality, whatever it was, meeting today. And based off the committee meeting yesterday, for now, the uh, midnight closing proposal is squashed. Not happening. Uh, so that was some good news. And I feel like uh, our group did a really good job of, you know, finding out about it when they were trying to keep it secret and they were trying to push this through in July when nobody was around and the, you know, the students and everybody went around and just secretly, oh, let's pass this. But they got enough feedback. They heard from enough people uh, that it's squashed for now. But the way they worded it, we interpret as if there's another incident down there on the strip, we're going to revisit this. Well, that's scary to me because as long as 1225 is allowed to be open, there will be another incident. It will happen. Uh, someone called me today, a lady called me today from the safety committee at UA. They've been meeting some this summer. I know they also talked to Mike and Doug. Uh, Mike from Rabbit Hole, Doug, obviously Houndstooth. But uh, I know they talked to them and they asked me if I could meet with them next week and I will to get some insight into you know anything we can do to help make the strip safer. For the first time ever, UA police will have eight cops on the strip Wednesday night through Saturday. You know, all, all fall, all year. And so that way TPD doesn't have to have as many. They want to keep the strip safe. We want to keep the strip safe. All these are good things and we're working on it. Um, we're coming up with other proposals uh, that we think could help with the safety and helping the police uh, do their job to the best of their ability and so that we can all have a safe, fun environment. And that's what we want. And frankly, it's real simple. Close 1225. Take their license. You should have done it a long time ago, but you didn't have the balls. And now they're suing you, which is basically a stay of execution, and they're not writing them tickets. They're not doing anything. They're just doing whatever they want. And it's going to come back to bite them. They're going to have a bad night. Something's going to happen, and it's probably going to happen soon. Watch out this weekend. Be careful. First Saturday, first of the month, they're always at their worst. Anyway, I'm just saying, be careful. I'm Chris Coleman. That is my time. And so uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to go ahead and get off here. I'll be back soon, college football. I don't want to do it yet. I mean, practice starts today for Alabama, all right? We all know who our starting quarterback is going to be have ideas and I know why I have my ideas but we don't know yet we haven't there hasn't been a practice if you ask Nick Saban tomorrow about the quarterback position he is going to give somebody a butt chewing like only Nick Saban can he's gonna tear into him and I hope it happens because I love those clips I like my Saban angry the only time I was okay with him being happy and in a good mood was 2020 because Saban knew what he had the only time he was mad was when he had to sit out a game. But he knew what all we had. And when that team, yeah, he could laugh and go. Write us, I'll say this. Write off Bama if you want to. Mm, but do it at your own peril. Be careful. Anyway, I'll get into college football. It's to be coming soon. It's coming soon. I've been working on it. There's a lot more college teams than NFL. It takes a while to break it down. Plus, I want to have a couple of guests on that one. Because everybody around here, they know all about college football. <laughs> kind of. 
Um, that's why the bookies are all on vacation all summer long because everybody knows about college football around here, right? <laughs> anyway, that is my time. As always, I'll leave you with this. Shoot to score. Let me explain this as I, as I know some of y'all haven't listened for as long back to the beginning. So let me explain this. When I say shoot to score, you don't just shoot to shoot. You shoot expecting it to go in. Shoot to score. Play to win. Everybody goes, yeah, I always play to win. No, 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 no. There's, there's play in the game and hoping you win, and there's play in the win. You point, you do what needs to be done, you do the little things, you play to win. And most importantly, this is pretty self-explanatory. When you get married, make for damn sure that you are the ugly one. Just like I will. I'm Chris Coleman. Thanks for listening.